and welcome to another episode of Tribunal of the Grid, where we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that play them. My name is Brandon. I am Lena. And I'm Will. And today, now I know normally y'all always be like, dang, y'all, y'all ain't gonna got y'all ain't got much to talk about. So y'all ain't gonna be here long. But and you lying. Yes, you're right. And I was literally gonna say that. So y'all already know the drill if you've been listening long enough. You know the drill. You know we ain't got much to talk about, but we gonna keep you here for at least an hour or two. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Because that's what we do. That's right? what we do. So pause, <laughs> grab a snack. Actually, no, we wind a snack. Pause. Subscribe to us if you haven't already. We're on Apple Period. Podcasts, right? We're on Google Podcasts. YouTube. YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify. We're pretty much anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, subscribe to us and then go grab a snack, grab a nice drink, find a cozy spot and get right into it. Okay, get into it because I'm trying to tell you that we are going to be talking about some topics, a couple of topics today. You know, we're we, we going to be talking about Ninjetti Rangers, you know what I'm saying? The, the two mm-hmm. new ones that the UK mm-hmm. Amazon accidentally spilled, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Was it accidental though? Because it is close to Christmas time. Wink, I wink. Mean, listen, I, I don't believe in coincidences. So, uh-huh. I mean, the only time I really feel like there was an accident was when the Spider-Man trailer got released by act. That was an accident. <laughs> ah, that was an accident. Other than that, I don't believe in coincidences. That that was meant to happen, but we gonna get into that. Um, well, I believe it was meant to happen. Um, so yes, that we're gonna be talking about a little rumor that is going around. Rumor has it like a Dale, honey. We'll be talking about that with Izzy. <laughs> Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into these Ninjetti range. I am in love with just the design in general. Like I like I like what they're doing and I like what it's given. Now they went ahead, you the UK Amazon went ahead and blessed us with a little piece of photo of the black and blue ranger, but they also had two other rangers in the picture. You had a pink one and a white one. So we already know who they are, right? Now, in the photo, that young lady standing beside the, the, the Black Ranger, she's wearing pink. That face look a lot like Kimberly from the movie. <laughs> now, the question is, question is, is it going to be both Kimberly and Cap? Or is it just going to be Kimberly? That's the question. Interesting. Are they going to have two heads? That sounds really wrong, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> two heads. <And laughs> if so, how much are they going to charge us for this? Because I feel like that's my heard, question. You know, <laughs> especially when like they've given us two heads before, but it's like whatever. It's like, you know, same thing. But this time it's two separate rangers. So are they going to try to milk us for two separate rangers? Mm-hmm. That's the question. That is the question. That is the golden ticket right there. Because my thing is, that's more plastic. And with more plastic, that means more money. So I really kind of feel like Pink, if they do add two more heads, she's going to be a little expensive. Like, no lie. She's going to be a little expensive. For me, for just for accuracy's sake, uh, 
I wouldn't want it to be two heads just because, you know, the two actresses are completely different heights. So it wouldn't scale up right. Um, well, uh, I mean, the other Rangers. I mean, I don't know because, like, I mean, unless they're like really trying to do accuracy, I don't necessarily they're think not. that they're. Yeah, like I don't necessarily think the toys would be that the the scale of the toy would be that accurate because if you hey. think about it, like the Karen Ashley one, the, the, she should be a lot shorter, and I'm pretty sure she's mm-hmm. the same height as there is any other female. I was picture. just gonna say that, and on top of that, they don't they don't expect you to actually put two of the ranges together, considering the fact that you only have one body. I can listen. The, the thing I I'm more. I can see them putting two heads in there of the of the two different actresses. I guess for me, it's because like we we but we know that the uh, both women shared the same power, even though Cat only used it like three times. Um, they both shared the same power. I guess my question is like it's mainly more so: Are they going to commit to actually? You know what I'm saying? Like, commit to doing um, two different women for it. Like, are they going to even commit to it? Because that, like, if you really think about it, that's a huge commitment. Because that means you have to, like, literally sit there and sculpt two different women. Because there's 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 the head, there's the ninjetti head, the, the one with the full covered face. Then there's the half covered face, like the movie ninja. And then there's, you know, them with just the bandana on the forehead. So those are like three different looks. So you, that's six different heads. Now, granted, Kat didn't necessarily have a movie look. He, I mean, she had it in the transformation, right. you right. know, but that was the only time that she had it. So, and then like her with the bandana, wearing the bandana, that's the movie promotional kind of look. Not movie, um, TV promotional kind of look. She really didn't necessarily have that in the show. I would love them to do two of them just for just the sake of having both of them, only because of the fact that both women shared it. But if you're mainly going by accuracy and going by the three the three different looks that all the other toys are given, it should just be Kimberly. In my opinion, it should just be Kimberly. I mean, I would love to see Kat too, because I mean Catherine Sutherland deserves all her things, but with the love that they've been giving Kat lately, I mean, would it be that hard to believe uh, that they do that again? I would just about like listen. four figures or three figures? Uh, three figures. One, two, three. 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 Listen, I would love to see... I, listen, I would love to see Kat uh, with the Ninjetti book. I, I would love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would live for it. Especially for the fact that during her transformation... Her little when she, before she got the full face covering, her um her half face covering, the top of her head looked like cat ears. Oh my god! I thought I was the only one who thought that. <laughs> yeah, they look like cat ears. I used to think that every time. Well, I guess the three times that she morphed into the uh, Ninja Ranger. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yep, they look like cat ears. So I'm like, absolutely, especially if they if they did that little gem and threw that in there. Absolutely, absolutely, I would love that, love it. But you know, it's like, uh, I mean, if they don't give us cat, I'm not gonna be upset. I'm really not. I'm not gonna be upset. But I would, I would like to see her. 
I'm, I'm okay. definitely looking forward to seeing what um, this face is going to look like uh, for Kimberly. Um, hopefully it looks like Amy Jo and not the clown lady that we got <laughs> for your uh, Child, not her looking like Melina ready to eat your face off. I'm like, what is this? Girl, no. Like, she should not be looking like that. And they were proud to give us that Kimberly figure, too. They were happy about that thing. And I'm like, no, Kimberly looks crazy. And y'all know she do. Y'all know she do. But needless to say, they were happy about that thing. Tommy... I mean, it's Tommy. Like, there's nothing more I can say to that. It's Tommy. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, are we even surprised? <laughs> of course not. It was bound Girl, to happen because no. he's a part of the, the Ninja Rangers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was going to happen. I mean, they could have released somebody else first. Just saying. Like, I mean, I would have loved for them to release a, a put, give him a little girl power. And, right. and put Aisha with Kimberly. Thank that would have been you. cute. That would have been cool. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. But you girl, know, like, I would have loved that. And Tom. Why? You know, because the because the for the Tomberly fan. Because that was because if you think about it, season, especially season three, that was like the pivotal point of their relationship. Because them mugs was smooching every five minutes in season three. I'm like, if I see y'all kiss one more goddamn time. They exhausted all of the allowed Power Ranger kissing moments. Okay. Because as many times as they was embracing each other on the TV screen, it was like, okay, y'all, we get it. You're in a relationship. And for them, for then for her to and Zio to call him her brother, I'm like, oh no, girl. Horrible. That was horrible. What was that? What like, is it? Cru- you no, know, doggone well. Cruel intentions all over again. Okay. Oh <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is dirty. Like, whoever thought that Dear John Letter was a good idea, you are terrible. I really I wonder who came you up with that. That's I don't know. That <laughs> made her look so bad. Like, that was her, her whole boyfriend. Involved that was her. a whole boyfriend. Like, and she reduced his ass down to her brother. And what if they did it? <laughs> well here's the thing listen like, I, I, I think they this did is, this is cruel intentions okay like and for all of okay. you who don't know this is a 90s reference and all i got to say is y'all remember what happened cruel intentions they did it too and sh- they were all so siblings Greg, Wait, well, well, i mean we know they were like we know actually did it huh do you think what Catherine and Sebastian actually did it. I think so. I think so. Because he was always trying to like get her off of him. I mean, honestly, I think they did it. I think he gave her a taste of it once and she was constantly on anymore. his D and he was like, I'm over <laughs> shit. That's what I think mm-hmm. happened. That's what I happened. think that's what happened too. Right? I think that's what happened too. He gave her a taste and that was it. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And she been mm-hmm. on, and she been wanting that taste. She been, she been craving that thing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "No, this was only supposed to happen one time." Because you know that's that's the famous line. It was only supposed to happen one time, uh-huh. mm-hmm. right? So and it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. 
And I guarantee you that's exactly what Kimberly told him, what Kimberly mm-hmm. told Tommy. It was only supposed to happen one time. Right. God. And child she had that man after in season one. Oh, child, like she was sweating Tommy like it was nobody's business. It, like, oh my God, especially when he was losing his powers. What about Tommy? What about Tommy? What was going to happen to Tommy? He's not one of us anymore. What are we going to do? Oh my God, Tommy. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, girl, shut up. Nobody is worried about this boy but you. <laughs> nobody. <Literally>, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> literally. Like, girl, nobody. we are literally trying to worry about going to go fight this monster and you talking about Tommy. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Like, okay. Nobody. <laughs> literally nobody. Zordon is like, all right, Rangers, a uh, monster's attacking the city. So um, I need y'all to get to work. All right, Zordon, we're on our way. What about Tommy? Girl, what? (laughs) We are talking about fighting a monster, not Tommy. Like, girl, no. Honestly. And you know what, though, too? Like, I feel like in some ways, the way she broke up with them was very much a Kimberly thing. Aside from the fact that the letter was a bad idea, I feel like that is so Kimberly to not actually face her problems that's interesting mm. that let's dive more into that why why do you say that i don't know like i feel also they try to portray her with two different sides right they try to portray her with the mm-hmm. side that she's responsible she's great everyone can rely yes. on her but then yes. but then when it comes to tommy i feel like there's another side of her the dissy side of her the side that like literally puts all the responsibility onto tommy all of it as do all of them to be honest right but which is very unfair but but you know her more so because you know she's on that d she's on that tommy d okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean yes i can see where you're coming from yes you know so i feel like the fact that she didn't want to show up and tell him herself and that she wrote him a letter and said i feel like in her way like she's sort of like putting that responsibility onto him, letting him feel all of it, letting him deal with it instead of her dealing with it because all she had to do was write the letter. She doesn't have to see the repercussion of it. She didn't have to. This is true. You know, so like she's putting onto Tommy one last time and that's how I felt when she did that. I'm like, that's such, I think that's when I started to like not like her character as much. So I'm like, dude, really? Like, really, dude? Like you, you, you can't be man enough to actually show up and tell him what's up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. And on top of that, I mean, I'm not sure if she cheated because, like, she mm-hmm. obviously kind of like mentioned she met someone else, and that could have been a lie because obviously in the comics that was a lie, right? I mean, listen, I'm not even going to refer to that comic because that comic was terrible. So okay, I'm not going to so refer to. We don't that. know if this the her many, meeting somebody else was a lie or not, but if it I mean, was not a lie. She once again disregard her whole relationship with Tommy and just did what she wanted because she was being a little selfish. I mean, fan canon, people are saying it was Jason. That's what fan canon were, are, are, are trying to say because everybody was like, oh, she was all, she was real buddy buddy with Jason in the Turbo movie. But I'm just like, to me, I didn't get that from that. I to be honest, either. I me didn't, either. but I whatever. mean, it was interesting that they were together, though, because I was like, what are the chances that they were together? 
I I mean, again, you, but at the end of the day, though, friends can get together and catch up and happen to be scuba diving, right? Like, right. And, and that's all, that's what I got from it. I just got that they just, they just met it. This was like, you know, having a phone conversation or maybe it was trading emails and was right. like, hey, you no. want to go scuba diving? Sure. Right. Let's go. Right. Or maybe like he was onto something that, he felt like the best person to go about it with is somebody he can trust that would have his back, which is his old teammate. You know, someone that happens to be available. Yeah. And I, and that's I what I got. And I, I got exactly what you got. So when we were like, oh, it was Jason, because I see that more now. Actually, I just saw recently someone being like how Kimberly was blah, blah, blah with Jason. Now suddenly she saw Cozy. I was like, wait, but I didn't get that at all. Like where I didn't get did that at all. Get that vibe. Because even when they got, <laughs> when they were stuck and they got out of it, it wasn't like she was like, oh my God, Jason, come here, hug me. It was not. Yeah, right. They were really um, reaching, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Were, uh, what? The way that they were looking at each other when they were captured and they were um, at the bottom of Diva Tox's uh, ship or submarine or whatever. And then because they were hugging. Turbo Megazord that meant that they were. I mean, I'm sorry, but if I was can't hug each other. I mean, right. I was just gonna say, and on top of all that, if I was if I thought I was gonna die and you're the last person I was gonna see, I would be looking at you like I love you to death because I probably did to death where I'm about to die. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like I'm okay. just saying, like I'm just saying, like that could have been anybody. Like if you're like one of my longtime friends, we happen to be stuck together. You're going to have that moment. You're going to be like, holy shit. If we're going to die, like, I just want you to know, dude, I care for you. I love you. Like, we've been through so much. You know, like that kind of a talk, you know? That was yeah, I feel like if, yeah, I feel like if it was Trini down there with her, she would look at her like that. Exactly. I mean, my thing is, it, exactly. And, my, and, my, and also, too, I just kind of feel like, in general, I just kind of feel like people, people just have this idea that if people show affection to each other, that automatically means ship. And it's like, I'm going to tell you right now, that is not how this works. <laughs> that is not how this works. Because there has to be a genuine, like, a genuine kind of like an overarching, like, genuine feel that, okay, these two are, you know, these two are shippable. You know what I'm saying? And before that, Kimberly and Jason never were shippable to me, like at all. Ever. Like Ever. they were never shippable. I mean, literally, like those two lo were looking at each other like they were like very close friends, like very close friends. Like that is the very that is the far like, the ah. further extent is that that, that they ever got. Like right. shippable, I would probably say would be something like a. A, a Tanya, a, a Tanya and Adam, or a TJ and Cassie. Those are the oh. those are people that you would ship because they show somewhat of an interest to each other. Where it seems like fan fanically, you could probably say they might be in a relationship because of how close they were on the show. That's something shippable. But being like, oh, they hugged, so automatically. I think they'll be, they'll be a good, they're, they're a couple. Well, let's ship them. That doesn't make sense. And you know what, though? That's also part of society's fault. You know, going back to um, all of us had a conversation before we got started on recording. We're talking about how society imprints certain things in our, in our mind and how 
things mm-hmm. other things are acceptable and this is a perfect example of that like the whole you know guy girl can't be friends can't be best right. friends, can't be affectionate towards each other without it being like are they together are they are together they skippable? <laughs> Like, ooh, ooh, they're together. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. They're in a relationship. It's like, right? right? No, they're not. They're just friends. Like, I promise you, they're just friends and nothing more. Like, that's it. That's it. You know, like, it's so I just feel like that's just, we need to like take back, take a step back and just realize that just because this is what society taught us to be quote unquote correct, it is not correct. It's not. And I mean, also to like, like, and here's the thing, right? And not trying to take the fun away from things, because I mean, it's always fun to like, analyze and be like, yeah, like, that would be funny if or yes, like, you know, this I can see X, Y, and Z happening, blah, 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 and give reasons. Listen, I am for all of that. Here's what I'm not for. Actually trying to say that it's canically correct. Like, it's one thing where fanically you can say, oh, yeah, like, I ship them in my head. But I do have a problem, personally, I do find it problematic when people try to incite what they wish would happen on something and try to make it canically. Like, it's canically right. And it's like, no, that's what you wish, that's what you want to happen. But that's not what what is actually happening. Oh my god! Um, that, yeah. Oh my god! So really, like, that brought me back to. I'm not sure if this is what really happened, but it's just what the rumors I heard of. But if y'all don't follow The Walking Dead, uh, the main character Rick and the second main character Michelle apparently got together in like season eight, nine, whatever. And the funny thing is exactly what you're talking about, Brendan. Like throughout the whole entire, what like nine whatever eight seven seasons that we had they never showed um like you know like sexual chemistry or any of that other than the fact that they genuinely respect each other as warriors they respect each other as you know another being they respect each other period literally out of nowhere they were a couple like it was like literally instantly overnight and i heard i don't know how correct this is and if you guys watch The Walking Dead, you guys follow this, you know, comment down below that because the fans wanted them to be a couple, the show gave mm-hmm. them. And I was right, like, why? Right. I was right. like, why? It's like, they, they, what? And nowhere in the show did they even implement that. Like, it was just instantly overnight. And that's exactly how I feel it happened with Tommy and Kim, or not Tommy, Kimberly and Jason. After watching the Turbo movie, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they were together. Like, Wait, what? Where, 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 oh, they- no. You, you, you're almost right. Tommy, you, like, Tommy and a K, Tommy and Cat. Oh, yes, yes, and that too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tommy and Cat, because they want, like, I, I really honestly, legit feel like the, the writers were like, okay, we're going to break Tommy and Kimberly up, but we need him to be with somebody. Obviously, he's not going to be with a black girl on that on, on this TV show. That's not going to happen. Interracial relationships? Ah! No, ma'am, no, sir. So who should he be with? The beautiful, stra- the beautiful, curvaceous, white, white blonde, cat, you. Yes, you're going to be Tommy's lover. And, and that's kind of what I feel like it is, where it's just like, it's just, con- it's this consistent need 
of just trying to ship people to make it be like, oh, this person needs a love interest. When in actuality, they don't really need it. I mean, let's just be for real here. Tommy and Kat were just not compatible. Like they just, they showed no type of connection to each other. And really and Turbo. Okay. Okay. There was no connection in the, with those two. I mean. Remember the reunion? Uh, oh God, sister. that too. <laughs> there was supposed to be. I'm married. like, that's supposed to be your whole wife, and all with you did kid. was hold her hand and hop through the portal. That's it. <laughs> no, oh my God, baby, are you okay? Like, oh my nothing. God, how's JJ? How's JJ? Is JJ okay? Nothing. nothing. Y'all got a whole child, and not one time did Cat ask about her baby. No, <laughs> ma'am. No, sir. That is not, I do not believe that. As, as, much as, as much as sis was worrying about Justin every five minutes, you mean to tell me she ain't asked shit about JJ? I know you lying. I know you lying. No, baby. You No, you, you cannot. You cannot put no. No, 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 no. That's why I'm like... That relationship, I understand. I get it. Y'all just like, we need to put Tommy with somebody. But y'all should have just went ahead and put him with. Hell, they could have put his ass with Hayley for all I care. Um, from Dino Thunder. That, I honestly feel like that probably would have been a much more believable relationship. Just being real. Like, if they really wanted to try to put him with somebody, that's the person who I feel like he should have probably been with. Underrated character who we never saw. Man. Okay, facts. What I don't get is, technically speaking, in Donald Thunder, he's supposed to be with Catherine still. Mm -hmm. They could have took a break. You never know. No. I'm sorry, Will. You literally never know. No. No. Once was she... um, Where the hell was she? Okay, that's the question. Where was Kat? Maybe she was dancing overseas. For nine months, and they should have that should have been at least stated at some point because I really feel like, especially for the simple fact that Tommy and like allegedly, allegedly speaking, Tommy and Kat were supposed to be together like straight out of like you know, like after it was over, allegedly they were supposed to be together, they were supposed to be together in Forever Red, right? Exactly. Exactly. So technically speaking, he should have still been with her <laughs> in, <laughs> in Dino Thunder, Thunder. Where he should not be living alone in the cabin. By in himself. The woods, in the woods. Like a serial killer. Yeah. I'm okay. Thinking, yeah, I'm thinking in a whole maybe, ass cave. <laughs> underneath. That's why I'm saying maybe they like Batman. <laughs> or or she was still dancing. And that's why she wasn't there. I don't know. No, no. I'm sorry, Will. Like, you're not gonna out talk us on this. No. Like, no, no, you're not gonna talk talk us. No. no, girl. And and listen, I I, I hear I, I hear you, Will. I completely understand it. My thing is, I just feel like at some point that like they the way they wrote Tommy in Dino Thunder, they wrote him as a single man. That's all I'm saying. They wrote him as a single man. 
So I feel like this whole we're putting him in together with and they married and all this stuff. Yes, they they've been through this out since Zio, right? Like this was always a thing since like a season to remember. They were always trying to put Tommy and Kat together and it was supposed to be lovers forever and ever. But my thing is, it's real crazy when all of a sudden you write in a show and you forget all this history, not even forget, just don't even include stuff. And now we sit in here 20 some odd, 10, 15 years later, sitting here talking about it. And now we realizing wait a minute, there's some things that just don't make sense. One of these things just don't belong. And this is one of them. <laughs> so exactly. Like... And you know, Haley never even once mentioned Catherine. Ever. Like ever. Mm-hmm. And Haley was like open to talk. She was like spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. <laughs> and the show never even brought in Catherine. Like they, they, they didn't bring her name up. No. Nope. It was like, you know, like I said, they wrote her, they wrote Tommy as a single man. They really My, did. Even even down to like like look at his car, look at his like a little house, look at the way he dressed for Christ's sake. And not only that, th- just think about it. The way he him and um Elsa? him and um Elsa, yeah, Principal Randall, like he yeah. was, I was about to mention that. Principal Randall, he was that giving was her some sexual tension. He was there was some definitely some tension. Vibes. I'm sorry. Were you cheating on Catherine? okay hello that's the real drama right there that's the show i want to see right i want to see that show and then and then we got Haley, who possibly had a crush on tommy too so all i'm trying to say is at the end of the day Catherine did not exist so will whatever you want to say you're not out talking us no They could have had an open relationship. Not an open relationship. Boy, 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 no. 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 First of all, I can kind of high-key see Tommy actually saying that to Catherine and Catherine being like, uh, no. In her Australian accent. Okay. No. Okay, I could totally see it. Catherine just being like, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing because you have to remember, right? If they, if I know she could have obviously grown and developed, but based on what we've seen her in Turbo and everything, she's always about doing the right thing. She's very modest, modest. She's very well kept, and she seems like one of those people that would care about what people think of her. Not in a bad okay. way, but just you know, like society, you know, socially acceptable kind of way. Like, here's the thing with Catherine that I always just, I, I really liked about her in a, in a sense. Like, and it more so developed with her in Zio and it really developed in Turbo. What I loved about Catherine was her, was her, her instinctively, her instinct mother, motherly nature. Blah, blah, instinct motherly nature. That is what I loved about her. Is just the fact that she was so concerned with taking care of people. And that was like, that was her trait. That, that, that was her thing. That was just like, I am the person that, hell, I'm not a good fighter. I can tell you that right now. I can't fight. So if you, if you need me to fight for you, you might be in a whole heap of trouble. But like, if you need somebody to help you, I'm always going to be there to help. But baby, if you need me to defend you, I 
yeah, we both gonna get beat up. But like, <laughs> but I got heart though. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be there to help you. I'm be there to take care of you. Especially in Turbo, like she, I, I love the way she ended up developing in Turbo for sure. Where it was just kind of like she just she even her style, her fighting style is not the best. I can tell you now, it's beautiful to look at because it's like she's dancing. So it's beautiful to look at, but is it effective? Absolutely not. But she's getting beat up. She is getting beat up. Because I'm telling you, the way them piranhas kept kicking her and punching her in her stomach every five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Cat stayed getting her ass beat. But (laughs) But she got heart. She got heart, though. She got heart. And I appreciate Kat for that. Like, I mean, that's one thing you could not take away from her. Mm, but at the true. end of the day, mm-mm. Yeah, and with that being said, considering the fact that she was so motherly, I'm still shook that they never add, had her say anything about their kids or their kid. Right. That's the point I'm making. Like, is the fact what? that she never mentioned JJ once. And not I'm one like, time. Oh, Tommy. Are you hurt? Nothing. How did you get up? Child, she didn't give she didn't give two fucks about Tommy. She didn't give a fuck about JJ. It was like before that shit even happened, she was already pissed at both of them. Like, damn, Brennan, I'm taking care of two, I'm taking care of two, two little boys, Brennan, JJ and Tommy. Brennan, what if, what if plot twist? Oh. In the dimensions, that's not really her. She's in it, she's like. This is another version of her, and I got swapped accidentally. Ooh, listen, I actually would like that. Just I would like that actually because you know, with all the whole jumping through um, loopholes, what if they jump through the wrong loophole and Catherine got stuck in a different hold and a different Catherine came through? That's why she did not care for Tommy or JJ, especially JJ, because that ain't her baby. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Because in a different dimension, she never had a baby. I like that idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually I actually like that idea a lot. Right? Here's the name. Dimensions in danger. I mean, okay. you know you have Catherine now, who's going like, to go through hell to get to get back their children, to get back their life, especially their children. That's why the dimensions are in danger, because Catherine is enraged. She's trying to get back to her son. Shout her, her actual son. Yes, her not the one son. that uh, not the one that Tommy that she has with Tommy, or maybe they, they she might have them, but they might just be you know in a different um, like in a, a different yeah a different world of Tom like a different world where she might be with Tommy but just in a different dimension. So maybe it might be a different. It might be Lord Dragon. Oh, oh, oh shit! Oh shit! She might have a child with Lord Dragon. You know that would okay. be cute. I'm not gonna hate that. That'd be kind of cute. <laughs> Uh, that will be, be spicy. I like that. Mm-hmm. Reaching. Ask, right? Ask some spicy your reaching. life. <laughs> but you know what? You want to know another thing that's reaching, though? What's that? This whole idea about Izzy, uh, about Izzy with this new little article that just right. popped up with Chance Perez. Right. That is very, very reaching. Do you tell the listeners what it is that we are about to dive into? So let me just go ahead and bring it up real fast. So, okay. So there was a little piece of 
interview that Chance Perez did uh, a, what was that, like a couple of weeks ago or something. Um, he did a nice little piece of interview where mm-hmm. he basically was like, you know, he was basically going over some things and he, he, they asked him what was his favorite character in Dino Fury. And he mentioned, now think, now, first of all, I would have thought that he would say himself. <laughs> like most people, most people would say me, my favorite character. I'm my favorite character. Um, but no, as a matter of fact, he says Izzy. So basically in the article, um, he was asked, what's your favorite character arc or plot line so far in Power Rangers Dino Fury? He answers, my favorite character arc thus far has to be Izzy Garcia's. I think that each character goes through growth and overcomes different obstacles. However, the reason I chose Izzy is that I feel like there are pop, there are probably tons of people of all ages who can relate to things that she goes through in her life. She is one of those characters that will make waves in modern television in a great way. Now, people just automatically assume that she will be queer. Here is my thing, right? And this is spoken from someone who is very, very, very gay. <laughs> I just want to make that very quick. Um, I am a very gay person. Um, and hear me when I say this. I want to see all things I want to see all things, all all the things with representation when it comes to queer people. I want to see queer characters being written. I want to see, um, I want to see, you know, queer representation. I would love to see gay characters done in a very positive way, in a very positive light, and are written in a very, in a very good way, and not just caricatured versions or stereotypical versions. I would love to see all of these things, right? I would love to see them humanized in TV. I would love to see all those things happen. Is Power Rangers able to write that? Is the question. The question. Mm-hmm. Are they able to showcase queer people as people and not flying around, you know, being caricatured versions of what they they think stereotypically gay people are? Are they able to write um uh, queer people as human beings that is what I'm asking and to be truthfully honest as of right now from what we've seen and I'm not talking about Dino Fury I'm just talking about Power Rangers in general especially the Saban the Neo Saban era just recent mm-hmm. I don't foresee that happening hell they can't even write straight characters that well you really want me to sit here and think they can write a, a, a homosexual character no, I don't believe it. Now, granted, like I said, I would love to see representation. I, I want to see it. I, I, I dream of seeing this kind of stuff. Like, I would love to see it. And if Izzy does turn out to be a little piece of lesbian, a little piece of lesbian, then baby, I would, I would gag. I would gag and I would love it. But the thing is, I'm, I'm hyperly critical of things like this because to me, it's not enough to just have an LGBTQIA plus character on a show. It, that's not enough. That's not enough for me because we've seen time and time and time, we've seen characters be on these shows 
And they're just stereotypes. They're just caricature versions of just what they think gay people are. They're extra, they're loud. They're, you know, oh my God. Oh, look at me. Hey girl, hey. Like they're just doing the absolute most. And they're not actual characters. They're not. So I don't necessarily, like if that's what they're going to give us, I don't want it. So far, Izzy is a great character so far. Now, if they were to be like, okay, we're going to add a little twist and make her like girls. Okay. Listen, I would love that. But I don't trust them to write her as a good character if if that's what happens. I don't trust it. What do y'all feel? I feel similar to you. Um, I think that it would be great for them to finally... um, have like an openly queer character in the TV universe. Um, you look at other other kids shows, and they've they've already introduced these things, mm-hmm. you know. And it's um, you know, it's it's just it's a real thing, you know, that there's there's uh, gay, lesbian, uh, bisexual. All, all sorts of different types of people that we haven't seen um, really represented well enough on TV. And, you know, for kids, it is important to see that there's different people in the world as well, other than just straight people or um, in the really scary thought, if they do it, if they're not, um, if the writing isn't good, I'm a. Fr- I would not want them to, you know, do anything with uh, using stereotypes or because um, we've seen way too much of that as well. When we actually do have queer characters, sometimes where they are, you know, just like the comedy act. I can't see them turning Izzy into that. However, I think a story like this in such a a big moment that this could mm-hmm. potentially be if this is what they're going to um, go with they should handle it with care <laughs> and uh and with respect agreed and um, agreed so i wouldn't want it to be like maybe like a one or two episode thing and then they just never touch it again or i wouldn't want them to do something crazy like um completely change her character you know, after they introduce this, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I'm thinking of uh, oh God. I, I I don't think they would go this bad, but like having her, you know, I don't know, like <laughs> burping, <laughs> not really dressing uh, like how we've seen her dressing. You know, like like I guess like stereotypically butch. I guess. I mean, I they would, already kind of make her they did something like that. Oh, they already make her a tomboy, yeah. She's but, a tomboy, I mean, but like, if they cute. went any further to the extreme, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't like that because it's like you haven't established that. So I don't right. think that they would. Right. I don't think that they would go that far. I think the the worst thing probably would just be uh, story wise, they wouldn't follow it up well. I could see that happen, and if it's if that's not the case. Or that would be the case, and maybe they should just wait until they have better writers and, and better ideas. Right. 
Because, I mean, like, and to be truthfully honest, and I saw somebody write on Twitter, um, you know, they, somebody wrote, I can't remember exactly what the conversation was, but somebody wrote something in the vein of saying, like, um, they were saying that the writing um, in the pre- um, well, when Neil Savon first came back, they were having this, arg- this argument of like the writing in Power Rangers. And they were saying that um, the show, one guy basically commented and was like, the show was basically saved when Dino Charge came in. And I'm like, mm, but was it? Because I can tell you right now that finale was terrible. And also like the follow-up season from that, yeah. we had Ninja Steel. So, yeah. and it was all executively produced there we go brandon can't talk um it was all produced by the same person not only that but you had the same writer since day one so i do feel like i'm not gonna sit here and say that becca barnes and allendale are terrible sometimes they do have some very elementary writing but I also kind of feel like a lot of times I feel like, and this is just with anything, I just feel like sometimes they're, they're told to write that way. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I really do feel like they're told to because there are some episodes that they've written that were very good episodes, like very good. And the writing was good. And then there are episodes that they've written where I'm just like, shoot me because this is terrible. I mean, this is just God this is downright god awful like this is terrible um so i really kind of feel like this is something where it's just they're just being told okay we really have to make this extremely kiddie or we have to make this extremely on the nose for for people because obviously they really do feel like little kids are stupid you know so so there's that um but I do kind of feel like if something is complex as sexuality, you have to think in the lens of you have to, you, you can't, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do a complex storyline like something dealing with sexuality, it can't be simplistic because you run the danger of making something as, as specific as that. You run the danger of making it almost nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And that and you and you minimize the impact that it really actually could have you see what i'm saying and that i feel like is a is a huge problem when trying to write characters especially in a show that has already proven itself to not be able to know how to write characters mm-hmm. that is a huge fear that i have because you run the danger of actually making queer people look even look bad you run the danger of making them look bad. And, and, and it's just like, I just don't, it, it to me, you know, and I, and I understand like people being so happy to be like, oh my God, we're finally, you know, getting a, getting a queer person in the show. Listen, I, I'm, I'm with y'all. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not with it if it's not going to be done right. And it needs to be in a show that where it's like all the characters are written well, you know, everybody, you know, everybody feels like a person. They're all being written very well. Like it needs to have that kind of energy because you can't just be busting out just some random mess <laughs> and be like, all right, we're going to make one of these characters gay. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Um, I also, and I also want to bring this up too. 
Now, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but how do y'all feel about the fact that it actually being a girl and not a boy? Mm -hmm. Because I find like like, it hits different. It hits different when it's a boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's socially acceptable when it's a girl. Like, if it's a girl that that is that is, you know, oh, she she might be she might be queer. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like, oh, OK, cool. Cool. If it's a guy, though, all of a sudden now we sitting here looking kind of it's, it's going to hit different. Like, it, it's going to hit different because now. <laughs> go ahead. This is reminding me of uh, Heath Ledger's Joker in uh, in the Dark Knight. Uh oh my god, I guess um in, in terms of this, uh if it's a girl, it's all right, but if it's a guy, everyone lose their minds. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, I mean that that is really what it is. I that's really what it is. Because when you really honestly think about it, and let's let's just be clear, let's just be really clear. When you really think about the writing of a lot of these characters, and I and I just feel like in general. <sighs> And I hate to say it like this. Western audiences, like we are still stuck in the in the middle in the medieval ages when it comes to sexuality and men. Like we are still stuck in a very medieval mindset where we just automatically feel like men cannot be men cannot have sex with men. Now we can enjoy the idea of another woman, you know, fondling and touching and groping and and licking and all that kind of stuff with another woman. Oh, we love that. We love that. I'm looking at you, little Boosie. We love that. But when it comes down to another man, oh, God. They're they're trying to push the gay on me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You know, it's like, it's the same thing. It's just two men. It's the same thing. So why is it socially acceptable for, for for, for a woman to be a lesbian, but it's not socially acceptable for a man to be gay. That makes zero sense. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get y'all opinions on this because like, I just, I don't know. Like, I just feel like when it comes to the idea of just Power Rangers trying to introduce that, I'm like, I don't feel like we've made it to that point yet. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, we haven't even be, been able to really tell a full out good story as of yet. This is going to be 100. Like, I mean, we've had some good seasons, yes, but they are way too few and far between. I mean, aside from that, too, I'm actually really curious to see if it is true how the audience are going to react. Because based on the movie, people were losing their shits. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. there's that, you know, like, so I'm actually more curious to see how the reaction is going to be, especially since this is a actual kids TV show, not right. the, the movie series where you have to be 13 and up to be able to watch a kind of thing. So I'm really curious to see what the the parents are going to say and how that's going to react and if they're actually going to come out fully with it. Or they're always going to keep it in the dark highlight with Riley where, you know, like everyone believes he is, but they never officially said it. Including the actor. 
and I was going to say because <laughs> like when it came, when it comes to Riley himself, like I ain't going to even hold you. Like Michael Michael Tabor, he basically was like, yeah, I when I was acting when I was doing the role, I was doing him as a gay man. I'm like, okay, and I got that. I, I, I got the signals. I could see it. I could see it. But once again, and, and don't get me wrong, Riley, I know for some people, people people actually like Riley. You like Riley. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I am but... not one of them people who did. I, okay, I did, Lena? I did not. I like did him. not like Riley. No. I thought he was just as bland as, as cooked chicken with no seasoning. Like yeah. I mm. thought he was bland. I, I was I, like, oh, okay. He, he didn't those, do like, nothing. He was one of those typical white boy overachievers. Yeah, that's what I got. That's what you I know, got like, from him. I was like, oh, okay. It's like, wonderful. I'm not surprised. Like you're one of those other typical like storylines where we get them on almost every other feel-good teenage movies, especially in the 90s, you know, like mm-hmm. that's great. You 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 want to prove everybody that you're so great. I get it. We all get yeah. it. I'm not even gonna hold you to me. He just reminded me of a white gay in West Hollywood. Damn. <laughs> I, that, that's all I got from him. I was like, oh, he's a white gay in West Hollywood who happens to be smart. <laughs> Wonderful. We, I guess, we love to see it. I guess. Like, that's what I got from him. Um, but I was over him. I was more I was not a fan. <laughs> right. I was more interested in the the extra ranges that we got, like the Graphite Ranger. I really like his storyline. I wish they expanded on that. Um, yeah, I really liked him too. You know, uh, um, what's that knight's name again? Sir um, Ivan. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I really like his storyline. I wish they expanded on his storyline even further. I just like all the other extra rangers. I didn't really care for the main team, to be completely honest with you. Like, I really genuinely do not care for the main team. The only person I didn't really care for was Albert and um, what's his face father? Those two. There's nothing wrong with being a ranger at whatever age you are. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It was just, I just didn't connect with his character. Like I didn't, I didn't see him and was like, yes, I I like his character. You know, like I I just didn't feel that. I genuinely did not feel that at all. And um, yeah, like I just didn't connect. So it's not, it's not an age thing. It's just, I just didn't connect with his character. I just didn't like his character. I feel like to be perfectly honest, I feel like that was a part of his charm. Right. And yeah, and, and 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 the thing is, I don't think we were necessarily supposed to fall for him in a way of like, oh, we want him around. Because right. like to be truthfully honest, like even he knew for himself, he was like, I'm not gonna be here very long. So that's why I really didn't. I, f- I felt like with Albert, to be truthfully honest, I didn't really even care to even get to know Albert only because and, I knew he wasn't gonna be around. And exactly. And I think that was me too. Mm, okay. And I think that's okay. why I was like, I just didn't really care for him. Like I didn't connect with him. I didn't try to like him. I didn't care for him. You know, like I, you're absolutely right. I just knew because something is just, you know, you just knew. It's one of those situations you just knew. He was not going to be around. And to right, be frank, right. he does not want to be the reverse Justin. He does not want to be the old fart hanging around with a bunch of like younger kids. <laughs> like he does not want to be the reverse Justin. Okay. Oh, like can you imagine? I mean, Guys, no. guess what? I'm the new Purple Ranger. Girl, no. 
Girl, hell no. Now here, now my now my thing is like it would have been cute had they been like, okay, Albert is you know the new Purple Ranger and he pops in like kind of like everybody else. I'm like, okay, cool. I hear that. That that's cool. My only thing is like I just had the feeling. I mean, this is just me personally. I just had the feeling watching the show. Then I was like, he's not gonna be. Yeah, he's not gonna be around. Was, and I mean, because yeah. like he, because he even said his purpose. Like he, like he, when he literally when he said, "Oh, I found the purple energy gem, and I was just using it to stop like burglars and stop um, purse stealers." I was like, this man ain't trying to fight, like, fight, right, fight crime. Like, this man ain't trying to be no damn Power Ranger. He just out here trying to be Batman. And I'm like, I hear him. Like, he's just like, I just came, I just came to fight crime for y'all, and that's all. Like, right? Like, and he's trying to be Batman without the suit and the expensive vehicles. Okay, he was just okay. Trying to be Batman. He was like, so he was, he was like totally taken care of. Oh yeah, like he was fine, but it was just like we all knew his intention. Like his intention was clear. He was like, "I ain't trying to be no no real Power Ranger. I'm just trying to stop little petty crimes from happening." But y'all talking about saving the world, and I ain't got time for that. So somebody else get this damn thing because I ain't doing that. And he was straight. He was straight with them, you know. He was straight with it. I I respect that. I respect that. So yeah, I thousand percent agree with you. Like I just we just knew he was not going to be around. So there was really no. Like no need for us to try to connect or try to see if we would like it mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. But yeah, I don't know how we got into that topic, but yeah. Me either. But you know what? I'm glad we did because it was fine. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, like, I, I think that sometimes I, I I stop and I was like, wait, what was my main point? Why are we talking I, about? I, this? Yeah, I trail off so often I forget what my main point was. So that's Riley. Riley. Yes. So with that being said, I just feel. Um, it's gonna be interesting how the fandom is gonna take it because with Riley again, he was likable, but I think he was also likable because nothing ever came out of him actually officially being a representation of any community. So, real quick to answer the first thing, uh, the first question that you posed, Brandon, about you know how do I feel about it being a girl? It, that's the safe option, like you said. It seems like that's just well, it doesn't seem like it just is an easier pill to swallow when you see a woman you know in that in that light mm-hmm. um if they had a guy and that would be i think that would be a lot more brown groundbreaking absolutely um absolutely that would be like huge. if you want to shake tables make a guy be gay like that that's when you shaking tables it's like oh shit <laughs> and we know out the gate he's gay or bisexual oh especially if you make him bisexual child you really talking about bamboozling really the people yeah you but talking about really fucking up people <laughs> i just don't uh uh i guess like I think the the world is is ready for it because we need we just need to see more types of people and sometimes I feel like if people see more types of people it can kind of maybe change their mind because they you know they could fall in love with a character and um, really understand who that character is what they're about mm-hmm. totally fall in love with them and then you find out about 
you know, their orientation. And then it's like, oh, and then like, I love it when um, a show can kind of take you through, sometimes when when a, a character like realizes that about themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I really liked uh, a few years ago, you, you didn't, you didn't like Supergirl, but I like did not. When, <laughs> I like when Alex uh, kind of came out and she was realizing things about herself. I really enjoyed how they told that story. So I think if um, it all depends on writing and first and absolutely, foremost. and then we just can't really trust it but yes i feel like it would have been more ground breaking if it was a boy but you know like yeah. i'm still i'm still grateful if this is we're talking about it like it's fact but if this is where they go right I'm, I'm, right yeah so yeah i mean and yeah this is all based on first of all like as a reminder this is all a rumor you know these aren't rumors that in any in any way shape or form um but you know should they should they do it it's like okay just write it well don't don't give us no bullshit and i'm here for it but the moment y'all start you know giving us this this foolery and then it's like no honey absolutely not like this is not what we need for the people (laughs) this is not what the people want and on that note, um, yeah, like, I, I feel you 100%. I mean, I definitely kind of feel like, you know, as long as we're writing a show that is actually, you know, that actually appeals to characters and is actually written well, where everybody feels included and feels seen and feel heard without actually being stereotyped or, you know, made fun of, I feel like, they, they can do it. I just don't trust empowering this writing, but hey, they may surprise us, right? Um, I'm still waiting on my uh, my gay male ranger. I'm still waiting on it. But hey, you know, we never know. We never know. In that case, my name is Brandon. I am Lena. And I'm Will. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.